Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Deb, and I'm coming to you again. It's Table Talk Tuesday, where we come to the table and we talk about the topics that's important to you, that's also important to me. What's up? It is September, a new month, a new day. The children are going back to school, so you know I'm excited about that. But this week's discussion is about God's mercy and this topic is going to bless you today because it blessed me writing it out. It blessed me meditating on it for a couple of um, weeks. So I want to first announce a couple of things and then we're going to get right into the word. So this week's discussion is sponsored by CEO and founder Tara Johnson of Alive Coaching and Wellness a company focusing on women's health in the area of physical, mental, and spiritual wellness. You can contact Tara at Tara J. Oh, excuse me. It's Tara.J at AliveCW.com. That's her email. Or you can visit the company website at www.AliveCW.com. Thank you so much, Tara. She was on the show uh, about a month ago, and she blessed us. And I want to encourage you to take good care of your body and get some consultation from Tara and find all about uh, Alive Coaching and Wellness. All right, the next announcement I have is October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and Powerhouse Women Devotions and Ministry stand with survivors all over the world. In honor of Breast Cancer Awareness, we have some amazing shoes. That's right. We have tennis shoes, designer shoes that Powerhouse Women has designed. All right, and they are black and pink in honor of breast cancer. <clears throat> so I want you to order you a pair so you can be ready for the walkathons and races this year. All right? So you can go to our website at www.powerhousewomendevotions.com or email me and I'll send you the link so you can order your shoes. All right? It's powerhousewomen at outlook.com is my email address. That's the email address of the ministry so you can email me if you want these shoes i want you to be walking around with these pink and black shoes on representing breast cancer survivors and those who are suffering with breast cancer now all right so it's very important that we show our support to those who are in the healing process all right and believe in god for their healing All right, and then the next announcement is uh, we are planning our third biannual Hurt to Victory Conference 2020. The theme is a new her, and I know it's a lot of new yous out there. Come on, ladies. You know God has saw you through some crazy times and seasons, and we want you to be a part of the Hurt to Victory 2020 Conference, a new her. So I am inviting you to get involved with this conference. We're in the planning stages of this conference. If you, if God put it on your heart to get involved with the conference, please email me. Again, my email address for the ministry is 
powerhousewomen at outlook.com. All right, we want you to be a part of the conference, not just guest speakers and um, vendors, but we want you to come out and join us here in Maryland for this awesome conference. This is our third biannual conference. We had a conference in 2016. We had a conference last year in 2000, um, not last year. Um, we had a conference in 2016, yeah, and we had a conference in 2018. And so our next conference is 2020, and we want you to be a part of Hurt the Victory Conference. I'm excited about the conference. All right, so let's get into the word because I got a lot to cover in, as, in this short little bit of time, and we're going to cover it. All right, so I want to talk about God's mercy. All right, I want you to, to focus on, I wanted to focus on this one scripture that sums up God's mercy. And if you have your tablets or smartphones handy while you're listening to me, I would like for you to go to this scripture with me. But I want to give you a little bit of backstory first about, you know, uh, the, the, the book that we're going to look at, the scripture the book that holds this scripture that talks about God's mercy, all right? So I want to kind of teach this today, but I need you to follow me, all right? So the book is the Book of Lamentations, all right? And so Lamentations was written by the prophet Jeremiah, all right? And it's symbolic for uh, Jeremiah's cries and his woes. Uh, they call it the tears and wailing, of Jeremiah. So it's the book of lamentation, but it's Jeremiah's tears and wailing because of what he had witnessed. All right? And so it says that um he was an eyewitness to the destruction of Jerusalem. And I want you to think about that. I want you to think about what you have eyewitnessed, what we all have witnessed in these last few weeks and the last few months even within our own country, all right? Just like uh, we have eyewitnessed the violence in America, um, in our cities, and in our streets, Jeremiah had also witnessed such destruction, all right? And he had, he had witnessed, he had seen corrupt leadership, the downfall of governments, just like us our downfall of our government, and the suffering of people, all right? But because of God's mercies, there was a light on the end of the, at the end of the tunnel. And that's what I want to talk about today and get you to understand and realize that no matter what we see, no matter what it looks like, no matter how it feels, God's mercies is going to cover us. All right, so let's go to the word because we can't we can't do this. And I can't paint this picture for you unless we go to the word. So I really need you to go to the word today so that you can see what I'm talking about and feel my energy and the spirit's energy, the Holy Spirit's energy through this podcast today as we discuss mercy and God's mercy in Lamentations chapter 3 verse 19 through 23. Now, I'm going to read this in the New Living Translation. All right? But also after I read this, I'm also going to read a portion of the uh explanation in 
the King James, New King James, well, it's the King James Study Bible, all right? All right, so, again, that's Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 19 through 23. All right, so verse 19 says, The thought of my suffering and homelessness is bitter beyond words. Verse 20, I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss. And then verse 21 says, Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. Okay, first of all, Jeremiah has uh, suffered loss, homelessness, and he's grieving. And all I could think about is, you know, the mothers that are going through, that don't have their children with them because of violence. The, you know, people, uh, children who don't have their parents with them because of this, um, you know, because of what's going on with uh, these immigration policies and laws, you know, that, that the government is putting out there and they're capturing these, you know, um, the the immigrants. Like, I can't help but to think about what we're going through as a nation and then to read that Jeremiah has gone through some of the same things. This is why the word is so important. This is why the word is relatable. This is why you have to apply the word to your life because God knows what we go through and we he knows that we need his mercy. All right, so verse 22 says, so he said, he said in 21, he said, yet I still date, I still dare, I'm sorry, Yes, I still dare to hope when I remember this. 22, the unfailing love of the Lord never ends. But his mercies, we have been, but his mercies, we have been kept from complete destruction. It is his mercies that keeps us. Thank you, Lord. It's his mercies that keep us. It says, great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each day. Every day that we get up, God is giving us his mercy. He is not letting us see total destruction. It is destruction all around us you guys. It is destruction in our cities, destruction in our homes, destruction with our children, all around us. But those who trust and believe in God, he is faithful. And his mercies are fresh every day. It says, I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance, therefore I will hope in him. And in the uh, King James Version, it says, therefore, I will trust in him. All right, let me, I want to go there right quick. But we have to know that it is because of God's mercies that we are alive. We are well. We are able to pray. We are able to go to the throne because of his mercy, because his faithfulness to be merciful towards us in a time of destruction, in a time of, of craziness, chaos he is the one that keeps us safe he's keeping us safe 
So we have to remember to trust in him no matter what our circumstances look like and no matter how much destruction is all around us. I really need you to get this today. I want to read to you um, a couple of the breakdown of the scripture and in the King James Study Bible, I use this study Bible a lot uh, to give me understanding, praise God, but I want to bring it to you guys, all right? So this is the King James, and so that verse, the last verse, I want to read that. It says, um, 21 and 22, I want to read in the King James Version, and it says, This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassion fail not. All right. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, will I hope in him. So we have to trust in God. All right, it says that these verses embody the central thesis of the book. That means this verse right here, this is the central uno dinero of the book of Lamentations. And it says, the word translated mercies convey God's love for his covenant people. Get into covenant. Get into covenant with God. You make sure that your children are in covenant with God. You are in covenant with God. Your husband is in covenant with God. Get into covenant with God so that you can have his grace and his mercies. Know what it means to be in covenant with God. That is relationship with him. That is you trust him, he trusts you. And you have a a a promise towards one another. God has a promise to you. You have a promise to God. You'll serve him and he'll be serving you. All right. Get into covenant with the Lord. All right. And it says. Um, so it says uh, the word translated mercies convey God's love for his covenant people. The word faithfulness comes from a root meaning, meaning be permanent, secure and reliable. From this comes the associated idea of genuine faith. Hence, the verb can be translated believe. That's it. All we got to do is believe. And God will grant us his mercies and his grace. All we need to do is believe. And I'm asking you to just believe and trust in God. No matter what it looks like. And I have to keep reiterating that. Because, again, there is craziness, destruction all around us. But it shall not come near our dwelling because we trust in the Lord. And he gives us new mercies every day. I want you to help your children to understand this. Get your husband on board with you or or whoever that you love to be on board with you, to to join with you and saying, look, we're going to trust God no matter what it looks like, no matter how hard it is. All right, it says... From this comes the associated idea of translated faith. No, the associated idea of genuine faith. Hence, the verb can be translated believe. The word here is often translated faith, but literally means firmness or faithfulness. Thus, it is used 
of the faithfulness of God himself, right? And of the need for the believer, likewise, to be faithful in his life and in his service to God. The word root stresses that real faith is more than inner belief, even more than whole soul committal, right? Commitment to God. It is a condition of the soul marked by such a stable character and an attitude of total trust that the believer's whole life is imbued with consistent, responsible service to God. All right, so from the biblical standpoint, true faith results in faithfulness in one's life. So you got to show God that you are faithful to him. That you got to show God that you love him because he's showing you that he loves you by his faithfulness to grant you new mercies every day. All right, I don't want to sound like I'm getting on you. I don't want to sound like I'm judging you and I'm not, but I'm encouraging you to walk. Walk in the ways of God. Teach your children to walk in the ways of God. Have God to protect them. This month, I am starting the um, Teach Your Children How to Pray, the Prayer of Protection, Psalms 91. Teach your kids. I'm teaching my kids to learn how to speak the word over their lives when they're in the school. Speak the word over their lives when they're walking these streets of destruction, that they speak the word and they walk and they don't walk in fear, but they walk in the counsel of God. So I'm asking mothers to stand with me, right? Encouraging you to teach your child Psalms 91, a prayer of protection. We all need it, okay? We go into stores and we don't know what's going to um, happen when we go into the store, but we have to walk in Psalms 91, God's protection. This psalm has helped me to get through college and my adult life. And so I'm encouraging you to teach your children Psalms 91, a prayer of protection. I'm asking mothers to stand with me. Let's not allow Satan to rob our children of their future, for they have a service to the Lord. Okay, God has a plan for our children and a work to do for God, our Lord. So it is our job. It is our job as parents to teach them to trust in our God. This is our God. So it is our job as parents to teach them to trust in the Lord. So if you want to know the um, the rules for Psalms 91, um, I'm tell you right now what they are. Uh, two verses a week. All right. So you put the two verses, you write the two verses or have your child to write the two verses out. Um, for the week, starting on Sunday, they take the the they take the index card or wherever they write it at. They take it to school, put it in their book bags. Every morning, you recite it with them. The two verses in the evening, you recite the two verses with them, and then the next following Sunday, you get another two verses of Psalms ninety one, and you do the same thing and you repeat it. Until your child can get it in their spirit that God walks with them. He shall hide us from the hand of the enemy. He is our shelter. He is our hiding place. All right? So I want, I want your children to be protected. 
And I want your children to walk in faith as I am teaching my children to walk in faith. And I want you to know that God's mercies is every day, new mercies. And I want to pray right now to end this this podcast because it, it is my job, you know, as a believer and as a friend and a sister in the Lord that I help you to draw closer to the Lord. And the only way that we can draw closer to God is through prayer. So I want to pray. I want you to pray with me. Um, and we're going to end the podcast. <sighs> Gracious and eternal God, you are mighty. You are wonderful. And we thank you, Father. We thank you for your word that we can stand firm on it, Father, because you are standing firm on your word. We thank you for a covenant, Father. We thank you for relationship, Father. We thank you for your mercy and your grace, Father, that we learned today that if we didn't know before, now we know that your mercies are new every morning. They fresh every morning. And so we pray, Father, that you will grant us, Father, your mercy afresh today, Father. If they are listening in the morning, grant them your mercy today. If they're listening to this podcast in the afternoon, grant your mercy on them. If they're listening to the podcast in the wee hours of the night, Father, grant your mercy upon them, Father, upon your people, oh God. I pray, Father, for protection, Father. I pray that the word will not be snatched from us, oh God, when we go out and we go through the highways and the byways, oh Lord, and we do our thing throughout the day, Father, that we remember that it's your hand of protection that is on us, Father. It is your hand of protection that is on our children, oh God. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord, for your new mercies and your new grace, oh God. I thank you, Lord, that there are believers, mothers, and daughters, and sisters, and aunts, and uncles, and and grandmothers, Lord, and cousins, oh God, and friends that are standing with me, Father, in the spirit of the Lord and saying, yes, we are going to do this Psalms 91 because we need your prayer of protection, oh God. We cannot, we cannot withstand, Father, this destruction, oh Lord, that we see our nation going through without you, oh God, without your hand of protection, Father. So I pray, Lord, that your mercies will cover us, oh God. Your grace will cover us, oh God. Your peace will cover us, oh God. In the holy name of Jesus, for you are amazing, oh God. And we thank you, Lord. Cover our children, oh God. Everyone that's saying this prayer with me, that's believing and touching and agreeing with me today, God, cover their children throughout the whole semester, throughout the school year, Lord. In the name of Jesus, let our hearts and our minds be geared towards you. Let our children's hearts and minds be geared towards you, Father. When our children walk those halls, hallways, Father, in the schools, that their hearts and their mind be towards you, O oh Lord. That they know that you are protecting them and you're keeping them, oh God. When they walk the streets, oh God, and they getting on the bus, Lord, to go home. Or they getting on the bus to go to school. Or they going on their field trips, oh God, that you are with them, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. For we come against, Father, the, the wiles of the devil, Lord, to try to think and try to make us feel like you are not with us, oh God. And try to put fear in our hearts, oh God. We come against it right now in the name of Jesus. And we speak your blessing, O oh God. 
We speak your blessing over our children. We speak your blessing over our husbands. We speak your blessing, oh God, over our lives, oh God. Thank you, Lord. Touch us, Father, like only you know how. In the precious name of our Lord, in the year of our Lord, Jesus Christ, we seal this prayer and believe and walk in faith. Amen. I'll return next week. Bless y'all. God bless y'all. And y'all keep God in the forefront. Until next time. All right. See ya.